informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian and Elliot here in the Dirty Dina studio. Elliot, what's happening? Well, I'm doing great. Been riding dirty all week. <laughs> riding dirty all week? Yes, I have been. I got to have, have two kids, man. That'll make you ride dirty. Just, just dirty, dirty all the time. Just dirty all the time. Listen, it's been rainy and I've got the dog. Like, I get it. Right. Yeah, and be, and like the song said, you know, we'll actually... We don't have you answer the question who let the dogs out. You. I did. Yeah, you did. I sure did. And then they let them back in. Right. And they trekked mud all over the damn house. Right. <laughs> Just like kids. I mean, where you live, there isn't many, much mud to get into. Well, I don't think so. My mom and dad putting a, a, a cement patio that takes out like most of the backyard. The yard, you have like a patio and some shrubbery. Right. Which I I still like never go outside because it's too hot and you used to just go and just sit out. Even at night, it's like 110 degrees, and it's like why? Now listen, now since we kind of overtook, we got past the summer uh, solstice, and as it's getting dark earlier, it's starting to get a little more pleasant in the evenings. We've noticed it on our walk. Um, we're actually having to push them a little bit earlier because. We get two and a half miles in, and it's dark. Yeah. It's like, well, we got to start a little earlier. And it's getting to be a little more tolerable a little bit earlier in the evening. Just, I want to go through, first off, some quick updates um, with Dirty Dina Studio Projects, because this being the flagship show, this is where we kind of drop the updates. Uh-huh. So, obviously, we're rolling right along every week. We got a new episode out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Space City, see Space City. We've been getting new episodes out every week. Uh-huh. Just put out a really long one today. We covered a lot this week. Right. Kind of cleaned up all the stuff that was on the list uh-huh. that we hadn't got to previously. Uh-huh. Um, let's see here. Uh, the disc video, the disc golf video uh-huh. that we made like a month or so ago. Right. For the none of those games, I'm working on that. Now, I'll show you what I've got done so far later on. Okay. Uh, Brian's Beers Episode 2 was recorded last Saturday. Uh-huh. The Battle of the Texas Box. So, look for that probably by the end of the week. End of the week, Brian will be saying, I'll be box. Won't, because I'm not a big, giant dork, but you know. Well, that that's up for debate. <laughs> The other thing that we uh, that we have, uh, Vastine and I, also known as Carol, we recorded uh, three episodes of Vastine and Marty. So after about a two-month break, Vastine and Marty will be returning. Uh-huh. Get a couple more episodes of that out there. So, And then the only one I don't know uh, where we're at on is Elliot Eats. Oh, yeah. It's just, that's, that's coming. And I like... There's, there's been, because uh, now truth be told, on another side of the, uh, outside of the universe, there's some projects that I've been working on that has really taken up a good portion of my time. And as uh, you know, I'm chairman of the Board of Services Cooperative Association, and a good portion of the, well, all of the founders 
and along with well, good portion of the advisory board members are older. Um, and so, so your old ass is the tech guy is the youngest old guy yeah and then they want they want to do the <laughs> podcast the podcast that, that we did that interviewed I'm the editor as well as doing the the doing the, the tech guy and 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 uh, and the host right right and so I'm so I me and uh, a veteran and there's Jerry Cooper who was the former chair one of the former chairs we have every two weeks we do a recording about about thirty minutes. Max and talk about two things: a, a lesson and also the news of the day, a news of, of his choosing. Because he's been in business for over fifty years, and that's longer than I've been alive. So they're having the conversation, <laughs> and, and so, but it is it is good, and because we have the YouTube channel that we do with that, and that we put everything on for that. So, so that's been taking up some of my time along with. Things are going well with my job. Yeah, and and you've been seeing that on Facebook and all that. So it's like all of a sudden I went from having all the time in the world to like yeah, uh-huh. sudden I just don't have it like that. It was quick, doesn't it? Right. But here's the funny thing, though. What happens when you cross over into like having a very full schedule? You're very specific about your schedule and making sure that everybody knows where they're supposed to be because. You don't really have time. So let's start out with a little bit of sports. Mm. Yeah, boy. Talk about somebody that knew, we're going to talk about somebody that really lived with dancing with the devil for the last couple of years. Definitely uh, waving around his pitchfork. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, they finally settled on a final number for his suspension, 11 games. This was after the NFL appealed the initial decision by the arbiter that they hired. Right. Who, I don't know why she went that soft. Right. Go ahead. And a record $5 million fine for Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. The quarterback of your Cleveland Browns. Yes. Who, once again, made a pile of brown decision in handing him a giant check. Yeah, that's kind of what they did. Hopefully he understands that he's going to be stuck with them for life. So the problem, the interesting thing about it is that there were other, somebody put up with something on Facebook where they compared what Deshaun's suspension was for what he did Uh compared to like a guy that actually like was busted like several times with drug possession and all that and got like no, got no time, no suspension. No, 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 no. Josh Gordon, speaking of your Cleveland Browns. Josh Gordon was well, Josh Gordon was not the guy that in the right, But I'm just gonna say, Josh Gordon has essentially earned himself a lifetime ban uh-huh. for for wheat. Deshaun is a menace to every freaking massage therapist in the east of the Mississippi and half of the ones west of the Mississippi and he gets eleven games. Meanwhile, Josh Gordon has had multiple season long suspensions and I believe is now on an indefinite one mm-hmm. for smoking weed. And that's expensive. That's expensive. But and again, you know, Deshaun messed around and actually leveled up because he hadn't got the new contract when all this stuff went down. He got even a money, he even got a better deal. He got the best here's my problem. Well, it's not my problem. But it's is the thing is that I concern for the rest of the teams in the NFL, and Baltimore Lamar Jackson 
Well, he's well, listen to his lawyers and his PR people. Don't reference Deshaun Watson, but I guarantee you, in negotiation, like oh, if he got guaranteed all two hundred thirty-nine million and he did all of that, or it's all alleged and all that, I've been a stand-up citizen, right, and delivered an MVP over the same age and all that, right. That's where I've been for the last two years. I've been playing. And so you're going to have to pay me. I mean, that's literally what's going right. and, and not just him. And everybody else going forward. So really, right now, I think Lamar is really the only quarterback not locked down. Mm-hmm. Maybe Josh Allen. I think he might be uh, finishing up a lower... Uh, Lower paid deal? Yeah, because he's, he's, he's on the, the whole rookie contract thing, I think, right? I don't know if he's still in his rookie contract or not. I do know that Kyler Murray must be feeling kind of, like, salty because, listen. Okay. He made just as much money. It's just not all guaranteed. Exactly. Listen, honestly, the guaranteed portion of it, that's the Browns doing dumbass Browns things. Right. Even Patrick Mahomes, who's. Total contract is like 10 years and like $500 million or something. Mm-hmm. Even he doesn't have as much guaranteed money as Deshaun Watson. Right. And even before all this, I think we could all agree, Mahomes is a better quarterback than Deshaun. I don't know about that. I mean, at the time before the suspension, I think I thought Phil was neck and neck. But the thing is, is that, look, Deshaun – had Bill O'Brien as his coach. That's true. Patrick Mahomes and then, had, had a, said, so you, if you're going to make that comparison, you're going to basically say that Andy Reid and O'Brien are the same are the same level. Are you ready to make that argument? <laughs> okay, of all the quarterbacks in the league that are elite, who had what coach yeah. making decisions? Ben Roethlisberger just retired, right? Had but he, he had Tomlin, okay? Um, Mahomes has Reid. Dak has McCarthy, who at least won a Super Bowl, right? Right. Okay. Tom Brady went from Belichick to... Bruce Arian. Yes. Who had already won a Super Bowl already. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And and had... And, I can't remember the name of the coach in Buffalo. Right. All right. So... So, so, so he's doing good work. He's doing good work, but, he, but he's not... He's not... But, the, you know, so it's like... I, I think that Deshaun made... And what shows how good Deshaun was... Was he was making things work in a situation that was already he didn't have premier wide receivers. In fact, they traded it away, traded him New away. Running game, nothing. Like, yeah, no. I, was, I get that case, but unfortunately, with the exception of the running game, uh-huh. his situation hasn't improved by moving to Cleveland. No, not not at all. But the good thing is, all he has to do most of the time is hand the ball off. Right, but as long as they can play some defense, and they got some good tight ends. But but on the other side of the coin, though. If he had stayed in, in Houston, it still wasn't going to get better anyway. So he was screwed either way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically and literally, I guess, how, however you want to take I mean, it. I guess, I guess he wasn't screwed, and that's what the problem was. Yeah, it, was it went – Waving it around and got himself into trouble. It's a situation that went both ways, I guess. Um, But, <laughs> but you ended up – but. The but let's face it, the real punishment was the fact that he has to go to Cleveland. Right, and so like when like when he was in Houston, he went to Cleveland like maybe like once during the season, 
right? Because this was something that Cleveland Browns were not going to go to the playoffs. And so you had to play the road game in Cleveland, and it was in the wintertime. There you go. You were done. Now he goes from one game to playing like, what is this, like eight games in Cleveland and practicing in well, Cleveland. So what's funny is that his first game back mm-hmm. is going to be week 12 here in Houston against the Texans. Oh, great. And you see that, and you're like, because 11's a weird number. So it's like, why would you go 11? Uh-huh. And then you see the schedule, and you're like, mm-hmm. Somebody wanted to sell out um, NRG. Right. So what's going to happen is, is that... It's going to happen all year. Here's, here's, yeah, it's the only time, right? But here's the thing, though. Cleveland is going to have to, will probably... Fly him in on a helicopter to make sure that he skips all the massage parlors and just drop him in the middle of the field, so that way then. Well, now, now keep in mind he wasn't going to massage parlors to do this. I understand that he was he, went, he was flying these massage therapists, and I'll put that in quotes. He was flying them in. <laughs> yeah, old to have old to be young and a millionaire and <laughs> like you know the the rest of the guys of the world. Don't even have that issue because they just got to deal with, you know, one-eyed Susan. I mean, you know, <laughs> the local parlor. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Poor Sue's like on one eye. Right. You know, it's just what it is. I mean, we're talking about what he's, what, what those guys were resorting, what guys that desire to do what Deshaun did, they don't have the money, so they get to resort to, this is what you got. <laughs> like somewhere on the somewhere on the on, on the rough side of any town in USA. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So to go from massage therapists who were terrorized mm-hmm. to a woman who will never be terrorized by anyone, She Hawk debuted last night on Disney Plus. We Jeez. both watched it last night and again today before we started. Yep. Tatiana Maslany, bang up job. Yeah, she's starting out real strong. I loved her in Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent show where she played like five, six, seven characters. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yeah, she definitely is certainly a versatile actress. Mm-hmm. And first episode, she did a great job as She Hulk. Yeah, and I honestly felt that it was very well written. Just the whole thing. I like the fact of. How they got to, you know, you know they got Ruffalo, and they got the brought the Hulk in, and I like showing this softer side of the Hulk. See, for me, because having Jay and when he was a kid growing up, they, there was a whole series called Hulk: Ages of Smash, right? Mm-hmm. And there was it got a chance to show Hulk as not being the brute, but actually a. Hulk. Well, you got to see Professor Hulk. Yeah, Professor Hulk got to see him as a brain, to think, and all that they could actually have a conversation, right? And so it was good to see some version of that on the show. And it was just, they incorporated some of the way humor was interwoven in it. Oh, it was very much like their interactions mm. were very sibling-like. Like, I know that they are cousins, mm. but they are they obviously were close as cousins because right. they very much interacted like siblings. Right. Yeah, and so, so you can tell that there was they're acting like they were general, a general love and care. And let's face it, some some people, some families, cousins aren't are that cool with each other, right? And so, like, 
And so, so yeah, that's right. That's a beer. Yeah, it's one. It's it's one of Brian's beers. Like literally, he he it brought is, it. As a matter of fact, it is. You know, and it will be uh, one of the ones featured on uh, episode two of Brian's beers. Not yeah. saying which one because it won. Right. The uh, the box stops here. Let's just put it that way. The box stops here. So, but but yeah. All that being said, though, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. And, and it was. And having watched it twice, I don't know about you. I thought it was even. I liked it even more the second time because there were things that I missed the first time that I didn't that I didn't miss the. Well, there's one you missed both times, right? That I pointed out is that when she walks out and looks at the Iron Man mask, mm-hmm. they play the first few notes of the Avengers theme, and I like that kind of continuity stuff. We talked mm-hmm. about it when mm-hmm. talking about Ms. Marvel mm-hmm. that when her friend makes a discovery about her genetics, mm-hmm. there's a little that gets played in the background. And it's like, okay, they're using the music well in all the Marvel series. It's, it's, it's little hints yeah. of things, right? And the thing that I liked also about this is that even though they did do a tie-in to the Avengers and and certain characters like Captain America and Iron Man, they didn't allow it to be a full on like montage or no or, or or whatever. It was like okay, yeah, it's just a. It was like stuff that if you and I were having a conversation about something, and you asked me about X, Y, and Z from Pit, you know, from Pit, wherever I was doing that Pit right back in the day, right, and I guess gave you a brief synopsis, right. And we moved on. That's literally how they flowed that, right? That how oh, yeah, that's how we. I like. I like that, and and I liked also how this first episode was an origin of how she became the She-Hulk, right? Right. Like, but they didn't make it laborious, and they didn't no, make it science. They didn't make it geeky, scientific. It was whatever, and it and they didn't make her into another version of him. Yeah, and 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 that's been and that and I, I credit the writer for being consistent because whenever I was a kid, when there was remember there was I don't know you might be a little too young for this, there was a there was an Incredible Hulk cartoon when I was a kid kid elementary school and they had She Hulk there and she was like not like him she was like had a little comical she had she had a personality right and every time that I that every cartoon iteration of her. She her personality always came through. It was not, for, and from what I've heard, that's also how the comic book treats her. Right. Now, one thing I did like that they did with her is some of the breaking the fourth wall, uh huh, kind of a la Deadpool, right? Which apparently is something she's done consistently throughout her comic run and cartoons and whatever. Yeah, I like it. I like it that it's not. Merely a Deadpool thing, right? Because Deadpool's the rated R hero, right? She's definitely PG, right? Although that end of that post credit scenes where she's like Steve Rogers, <laughs> right? And uh, and uh, and I like the fact that they again, there's 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 all of that, what you just said, and the fact of the whole like she feels more like like what would happen if a professional woman became the Hulk. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you know, and I like how her own reactions—the natural reactions that a woman would have when he's trying to mansplain everything, right? Oh yeah. And then showing about the fact of like you know, like no, I'm a woman. I control my emotions all of the time. 
this is not an issue for me. It was it was funny because it it had a bit of that wokeness to it, right? But it's speculating, preaching, right? Um, but I thought that was a good presentation of it. That you know, yeah, she's pointing out that women go through it, right? And I will say this, like, because my wife was watching, she was working, but she was watching it, mm-hmm. right? And and then so she's and we know that my wife is not really Marvel or anything. <laughs> she's not superhero or anything. So she 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 to the but to the level that it like it gathered her interest enough that she could I would say that she she actually did like it. She actually did like it, right? And um and uh, as I, from time to time I would say with some of the things that they were stuff that with the we thought it was humorous because it was She Hawk. And she can respond a certain way that a woman in the average size could not. Like, you know, when she's at the bar and she's like driving home a hint that she does not want to be bothered. And the guys aren't catching the hint, right? But now she can turn into a six foot seven, six foot eight, you know. know, Super strong rage monster. Right, exactly. And the men getting scared and all that, right? And then I turned to my wife and said, have you ever wanted to do that? To a, you know, with you and your girlfriends, what else? You was like, sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right. So, yeah. so what you didn't, what you didn't say is that in the back of her mind, she was thinking, yeah, like ten minutes ago with you. Yeah, she went to hulk out on you when you get the shovel out and start digging yourself a hole. Right. So, so I would definitely, I would definitely recommend people watching it. So, since we have referenced your wife, uh huh. You were pointing out that she was a superhero over the weekend. Yes, she was. Pulling party host duty for Walter, your now five-year-old. Yes. Yeah. Um, how did that happen, by the way? He's five now? Yeah. and it, 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 and Which means you've been married, you guys have been married, what, seven years? Seven years. Because your anniversary was just recently, too. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Happy birthday to Walter. Right. Thank you. And and the thing about Walter, five years ago, Walter was born literally a week before the hurricane hit. Uh, I realized that that's literally his tie-in to who came in with a natural disaster. like a hurricane. Yes. He's like, here I am. He's like a hurricane. Exactly. And you get to find out that he's got that tall, big gene that side of generation. Yep, exactly. Like the doctors already said that he's he's in terms of muscle, he's on the 83rd percentile. Uh, as I said, uh, like, so he's already, and he's, and he's tall for his age, too, on top of that, right? I said, so, she, uh, the biggest trying to explain it to me, because she was with the doctor when the doctor was explaining it, I said, so, so basically, he's a walking muscle. That's literally what that is. <laughs> like, and she was like, yeah, basically. I said, it's like, you know, he he literally, he like, you know, I have a sofa bed downstairs, right? And uh-huh. Sofa beds, sofa. wasn't aware of that. Okay. Well, you well, said, like, well, and you know, typically sofa bed sofas are heavier than your typical sofa, right? Right, a lot heavier, considerably heavier, right? Like I strain just trying to move it so I can vacuum it, right. Out, right? Yeah, the, he he actually will run and just run into it and just like push it like five foot. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, you all got those coasters and the hardwood floors. There's no, there's like, no, there's no coasters. On you don't have the coasters on them. Oh, your floors are mad at you. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the reason why I try to keep on the but. But he's so, and we have him playing upstairs now as a result. Um, because <laughs> he literally just like he'll laugh 
like like fun laughter like <laughs> you sure you don't want him to replace you um in the offensive line girl for none of those games no 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 because, we might have to line him up just for just for because you know because here's the, here's the thing about him I put him in the scorpion that's why I put him in the in the in the Texas cloverleaf okay he figured out the counter on his own. Like he literally, like, like I look like I got in to sing. I, I put him in it, put him in, and I I locked him in, and I was going to put him. I got down to the squad, and he rolled himself through, and then turned his body. I mean, uh, let's let's be real. Uh, that counter is not that hard to figure out unless you're using wrestling logic. Uh, well, I mean, I think about the way I, I, that's, that's the reason why I knew this is this in that, that I figured that he's. His strength was 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 more than normal because I had him locked in such a way that he like should not have been able to like you're just going to do that to me. You can just like move your legs and just do that. I'm like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we 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 gonna have to make sure that we teach him patience and 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 love the sunshine and and be a hippie child and all that, right? Just whatever. You're gonna have to enroll him in karate just so he can fight with Jay. He's he's in full, he's he's enrolling taekwondo. He is, he is, believe it or not. But then I believe it. But then on top of that, though, he still he's never watched Bill Goldberg, but he has speared me though. I mean, listen, a uh, poor form tackle, <laughs> like head down, like and runs straight, <laughs> running straight at somebody and hoping you catch him with his shoulder. And the only reason it works for Goldberg is because, well, for any wrestler, is because the other guy's standing there waiting for it, right? Like, if you try and tackle somebody like that in the football field, do you know how you end up? Face down in the grass, leaning up to watch them run for a touchdown. But he kind of, but, he'll, but he'll catch you by surprise. I mean, he might catch me by surprise, but physics exists, so I'm not worried. Right. <laughs> you are bigger than me. Like, he, 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 just a little. Just a little bit. Just tiny. Uh, like, but, like, it's it's this was like because I've I have gotten smaller and Jay has shown that by his ability to come because Jay is getting stronger himself on top of that right but he like, he comes and just picks me up like he's picking up a pillow <laughs> like he's like, I want this come here <laughs> right so that that's that's gonna be fun when he when Walter gets big enough that he can actually wrestle with his brother I mean till that age Jay's gonna be you know in his mid mid to late twenties, you know, that's the one thing about how you having your boys so far apart, you're not you're gonna have to deal with um what I saw with every set of brothers I ever knew growing up. Just the just massive like hardcore fights. No. Because because <laughs> let's face it, <laughs> Jenny it was one fell swoop, that would be over. <laughs> right. Right now right now that would be over like but you would talk we move the move the clock forward like ten years. That would be interesting. Well, Jay's not gonna have any interest in uh, wrestling no. with his brother. No, he won't be. Maybe, <laughs> but he's 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 loving wrestling with me though, especially for the fact that he can pin me down. Like, well, I mean, that's not really saying much. Like, I was like, I, in my mind, I was like, I remember when I used to be bigger than you, stronger than you, and now not so much. I'm that old guy. I really <laughs> have become that old guy. So, you mentioned about moving the couch to clean under it. Mm -hmm. So I decided. Um, last week I was gonna just go nuts cleaning stuff up. Uh -huh. Made some progress, and uh -huh. 
I wanted to pull the couches out. Now I have a sectional. Apparently, the last time I did it, mm-hmm. when I put it back together, I must have jammed it in there or something, like on the hook. Mm-hmm. I could not get the couch apart. And I'm like, okay, so I probably sat there for half an hour with the shop vac, just sticking that hose under there. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I pulled 40 dog toys out from under the couch. <laughs> Literally filled the basket and then started piling them on the couch. Like, there's this, I have a picture of Toro with just this pile. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like the king of the freaking toy world. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about something. I was thinking about a sports moment in my head. Something that stuck in my mind from when I was younger. I, was, I used to like, really be into watching sumo wrestling. Uh-huh. Right. And that's back when there was a guy that was he was the Yokozuna. He was like this guy was he was he was probably the world over. So it was like I had he was because he was like six ten, and he was huge, right? And so he was like in his prime. This was like in his prime. So there was a guy that was um, maybe your height, right? And so. There's no such thing as a small sumo wrestler, but relatively speaking, six ten and five hundred and five hundred or whatever five hundred sixty pounds versus six foot. It's a big boy. Versus six foot, even the same, even like four hundred fifty pounds, right? Uh-huh. Still, so I saw that it was the first time that I legitimately saw an official like what you would call a pancake tackle on the line, where like. This was this was this was funny. It was, this was, it was funny because like cause they they lined up, they lined up right, right, and they had the little referee doing their like thing right. And no one never knows what that ref is saying after they goes like, you say he goes go right, so they went. The dude, the six ten guy, right, literally hands and slapped the guy in the back of the shoulder blades, and he went a face plant straight down. Uh-huh. I was like, so that's what a pancake. So it isn't. It isn't. Uh, no, um, but it is legal though. In football, that would be legal. I mean, if somebody's dumb enough to come at me with their head down like that, yeah, I'm sticking them face down on the ground. Yeah, because because guy like he just it was it was boom. It wasn't even a. It was it, it was like if a Mike Tyson match against whoever right in his prime, and he knocked him out in like five seconds. And there was a match that, that happened. We all know that one. We forgot the guy's name, but we know it happened, and. That's what this. That's what the Yokozuna did to the Duke. I like because the dude, because I, I'd watched the thing is I watched the whole night. The, this dude in question had been running through everybody. Yeah. Then he sometimes you just can't beat size. <laughs> sometimes I guess not. Six ten, six hundred pounds, and it's just like six ten. Is the six ten six, 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 like <laughs> like when they said go, Yokozuna didn't even move. It was just a yeah. boom, and that was it. <laughs> like dude went forward and that was that one step forward and then that was it. You know what? That's the perfect story to segue into the last thing I'm gonna talk we're gonna talk about on this episode. Which is which is a tractor trailer decided to do a similar move here in Pasadena. Okay. Off of the freeway. Really? Yes. So there's a video of it, it's wild. I might post a video in the show notes. It's absolutely nuts. It was during the rain yesterday. It looks like the guy hydroplaned, maybe stopped. Another 18-wheeler hit him. Mm-hmm. And he slid and went over the Jersey barrier. 
The Jersey Barrier. Yeah, that's what the little concrete things are called. On the bridge? On the bridge. Okay. He fell on the Red Bluff Road. Okay. Now, the reason that's important to me is... Hopefully it wasn't a tanker. It, I don't think it was. Okay. But I couldn't quite tell. It wasn't... So there was not a big explosion. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is the second one of these that's happened mm-hmm. in, like, the last month. Mm-hmm. But he went over and fell into the intersection mm-hmm. of Red Bluff Road and the feeder road. Okay. So when I came through... Traffic had to have been atrocious. So what's weird... Traffic was terrible at the circle coming out of the tunnel, which is not unusual. Mm-hmm. But on Red Bluff, traffic wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But they had one of the lanes closed. Mm-hmm. There was a... Well, multiple lanes closed. Because there was a crumpled truck mm-hmm. laying in the road. Right. And I was like, oh my God, what happened there? And I saw the video. The driver jumped out of the truck before it went over the bridge. Right. Like, as the truck was, like, going, like, Titanic style and going, like, right up. Uh-huh. Like, the cab got up in the air. Right. All of a sudden, you just see the driver, like, jump out onto the road. Right. Which, onto that freeway, man, that's scary, too, especially in the rain. Right. <laughs> Thankfully, the, the truck that he had the initial accident with was stopped right behind him. Uh-huh. So it was blocking. (laughs) Right. So nobody was getting through there anyway. Right. And so thankfully nobody was hurt in that one. Mm -hmm. There was, like I said, this is the second one of these that's happened recently. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think it was the same place, but a similar situation, which makes me concerned because these little feeder road intersections are how I get anywhere. Mm -hmm. It was a concrete truck and it actually fell on an SUV that was in the intersection. Oh. Yeah, so three people injured, one one child was killed. Oh. Yeah, it was terrible. Right. So, I don't know what they're going to do around here about these uh, barriers. We have to make them bigger. They almost have to. Because that, cause one, thing, cause one thing I'm certain is that, you know, when, when, you know, trucks 40 years ago were not as big as the ones that are now. Yeah, but... So the, so the barriers that are out... It's weird. And and honestly, you know the one that freaks me out, same size barrier, uh-huh. is the one on that bridge over the ship channel. Yeah, but they got a fence, don't they? At the very top, they do. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of space to fall going up and down that hill where there is no extra fence. Right. And you've just got that barrier. Mm-hmm. And I, I, won't, I won't ride in that very right lane until I'm coming down the hill. Right. I'm going up. I get over a lane, even yeah. though I need to be in that right lane uh-huh. to get off of the off the highway, off that bridge. Uh-huh. Nope, I will make that. I will make that lane change after because all I see is those shipyards uh-huh. and that water. Yeah, you I'm know like, what? I'm not going in. Nope, you know, and, the, and the thing is that that that's that's one of the scariest bridges in the. Area because it's so because it's so high. It's one of that's one of the two. Like the other other one that scares the hell out of me is the um one that's Bellway Eight over the Ship Channel. I don't know if I've ever actually driven that one because because that because driven the next one down on one forty six. Yeah, that one's scary too. But that's because of the way they have it set up with the lanes. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a weird ass free for all. Right. 
Then when you, then when you go to when you when you go on I ten you head out east and you go to Louisiana. Oh yeah, there's that bridge. There's the the Orange Orange County. And I said that thing is high, and like you know, and I don't know what's happened in my old age. It's like I just kind of like I don't want to be there. Last time I went over that, so last summer, uh-huh. it was rainy. Uh-huh. Oh no, mm. no, wanted no parts of that. No, I like because because see because. It was a good thing when I see because when I was a kid, I went to, I, I I did the Mackinac Bridge, right? With my folks and all that, right? But I wasn't the one driving. I was the right. like saying, you know, and I'm like being the, you know, sitting behind my dad, I I'm in the middle. Yeah. And I, I'm like we're like so I'm not even seeing the edge. Right. And I'm like, cause And it's weird because I've gone over like the, the Philly and New York bridges. Mm-hmm. Didn't really bug me. Mm-mm. But but those bridges in in I don't I remember you're like caged in in the right the way they are right and they're not as high like the the, the Philadelphia bridge that I went to was I was in, they're pretty high. they're pretty high but they're not that's what it's right for those folks that don't know and that are listening to this the one in particular that he and I are both talking about that's just like takes the cake the orange Texas like it's just so reason, steep that's the difference right it's steepness right and. The reason why they couldn't find the reason why they did that was back in the day that used to be like a naval, like thing, right? And so that was how the naval ships would come in and out, right? Of course, I don't know, I don't know if there still is naval anything over there, but if there isn't, I mean, there's no reason for that bridge to be that high. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Tear down the bridge and rebuild? I mean, they had a perfect excuse because the hurricane hit through there and they you know, didn't take the bridge down. If that bridge is functioning well, you're not going to take it down. You're talking billions of dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they tore down a bridge in Galveston. Connected Galveston and then they put another bridge there. Well, I'm sure it was with good reason. And because of time constraints, we're going to take a good reason to wrap this episode up. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Is none of those things. Check us out on Facebook at none of those things. And the Dirty Dina Facebook group. Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. One of these days, I will get that right the first time. Mm -hmm. Check us out on Instagram at... This.those. We're keeping you awake, Ellie. Yes. (laughs) And check us out on Twitter at this underscore those. We are still looking for nominations for the Greatest Rock Band Ever tournament. So hit us up with those on all the social medias. Or you can email them to us. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. With that, once again, thank you very much, and we will see you next time.